Stewart, editor in chief of comicallyinclined.com and no. your host for this podcast. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah, Everything's yeah. golden. This, this is fine. Yeah. And what I, happened? <laughs> <laughs> I just started off too early. <laughs> uh, and I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director. Jared, I'm the show producer. Fuck yeah, and I he is. I am Brittany Shelton, aka Shelton, and I am the social media major. major. Ma- yeah. Social sure. media major. That is yes. her, uh, that's her official manager. title. So also, we should hard. have uh, our human relations specialist and fact checker in the yeah. comments, Ben Stewart. Uh, Ben, if you're around, say hey, and if not, we'll see you. Hey, there's Ben. <laughs> I'm Ben, and I don't things, too. Nice. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. We took uh, a little bit of a hiatus last week. Uh, our internet wasn't working. Uh, Charter said, no show for you. And we were like, okay, you, you own the internet. Bye. Well, when Charter speaks, you don't speak again, so... I mean, I would like to, but Not in the internet area. was down. It does no good. <laughs> Not <laughs> in this area. Uh. Hey, Taylor Burton. Welcome welcome to the show. <laughs> so we've got a little bit of uh, rust on us from last week, I guess. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm being awkward. But uh, what a great two-week break we had. A couple of episodes of Moon Knight have come out, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, we also did Anime Con a couple of weekends ago. Uh, which went really well. I do want to show uh, a couple of the signatures we got. Um, I'll hold this one up. Yeah, I got a uh, I got a signature from Mike McFarlane, the voice of Master Roshi, and he said, uh, "Comically inclined. Thanks so much, Mike McFarlane, Roshi." And it says, That's "Yell beautiful. the funny part up here." Uh, and then we've got the. Uh, this is it? from our good friend Miss Lindsay Seidel, and she said, Brit- "Brittany, what does that say?" Uh, comically inclined, heart, P.S., Jared is the worst. It says, too comically inclined, love Lindsay Seidel, P.S., Jared's the worst. So She'll a, always remember my name, though. Another con, <laughs> another <laughs> celebrity telling Jared he sucks, uh, which is fine by me. <laughs> how and, many, how many does that make now? That's the f- fourth. fourth one. Yeah. yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, and, and that's not really news <laughs> for us, but you know what is news to us? Rumor mill. Yes, it is. That was like probably the perfect set. That, that, like, really, that was very smooth, actually. For you. Thank you. Just not me. <laughs> all right. No, I didn't know it was already. Dang. I can't hear anything, remember? I know. I, know. Well, I hear your all's beautiful voice, but that's it. Hello. So, all right. This week on Rumor Mill, uh, we're going to start off with the Multiverse of Madness. We've had a couple you know, uh, new trailers. We keep hearing this is the final trailer, and then we hear this is the final trailer. So, surely this is the fucking final trailer. Uh, so, uh, we got Billy and Tommy. They actually have a clip of Billy and Tommy in one of the last two final trailers uh, that shows them for the first time. So, yeah. Billy and Tommy? Yeah. Yes. Who are these people? The, Wanda's children? The, Wanda's twins. Oh, for, yeah. Speed and I have, confession, I have a confession to make. If you I say you watch, haven't I watched, watched it, WandaVision all the way through. I'm oh, wow. Something at you. I was it, at a it, weird time in my life, and it just did not appeal to me, and I never got back to it. So. I'll accept that, that as an answer, but you should watch it. Especially cool. like the last two or three episodes, it really... It sets up I've movie. seen clips of it. I think it looks great. I just It was just one of those things that I never got back, back around to doing. So. so Billy and Tommy are the Young Avengers, Speed and Wiccan, mm-hmm. and they're basically... Right, yes. Scarlet Witch and uh, uh, Quicksilver again. Sure. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and and this the story for uh, Multiverse of Madness is following pretty closely to that that period where she lost her kids. Turns out they weren't real, and then yeah. she they magically show up again 
and so there's also, no explanation. Something I'm a little curious about is like in one of the film or one of the clips, it shows like these two big demonic uh, monsters being behind Wanda and Wong, and they had the glowing red eyes. So it's almost like they're you know they have the same kind of power Wanda does. And it makes you wonder if, you know, she finds their kids, these kids, but then she finds out, you know, they're not real, and then they transform into these big demonic beings that actually help them fight. And it was Mephisto all along. Yes. Mephisto watch. Uh, I did see something where there is speculation that the twins are not going to be who we expect, and they are going to be more on the nightmare <laughs> side of everything. But... I'm thinking, uh, i you. I think that they do actually exist i think a cow gave birth to them someplace in one of the multiverses mm -hmm. uh Did you say gal or cow? cow oh cow. i thought you said cow yeah so like in, moo that's why I did too. it is like moo like you get milk from this why yeah like like the point no, is moo so wow in the comic book so, series so whenever she gave out there, birth some cow <laughs> person <laughs> It's actually canon. It's in the comics where a midwife, which is a cow lady, actually helps Wanda give birth to the twins. She didn't birth those children. No, she physically. No, I yeah, thought what you the... said was a cow person in some other world birthed these two children. She I didn't, I didn't in the birth of the children. Cow oh, I put pers person on it to kind yeah, of help it, it out. Sound better, I was yeah. trying to make it sound better. But it is part of the canon that this happens, and this is before she has a breakdown and ends up wiping all X-Men of their abilities and the mutant gene in general. But I am, I think that they are going to exist. I think Nightmare is going to yeah. put a twist on them. And I think it's going to be a very ugly turnout for a minute. Yeah. Uh, maybe it'll be the two demonic bodies behind her. It'll be Nightmare and Mephisto when we can finally stop waiting for them to show up. All right. you, so, uh, are we going to Jared? Go ahead. I'm, I just had a quick question for yeah. the group. Do you think that going in the future that Marvel's going to start making a title movie for, you know, Doctor Strange for this, but then also sticking in another hero and basically making it a dual movie? Because it may not it may not say Scarlet Witch in the title, but she's going to be heavily involved right. in this. You, you can know. tell by the poster, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, do you think going forward, and instead of them, you know, making a Scar you know, Scarlet Witch movie... They'll tag superheroes in with another so one. Making more of a solo yeah. film. I think I mean, you're going to sell a lot more that way as well. Sure. I think it depends on how they handle or handle Captain America Four with mm. Falcon coming in. If they have Bucky and they bring somebody else in with that, then that's probably where the uh, direction's going to go. But I think that's going to be probably the true test on how they're going to handle well, I mean, that. I mean, Captain America more, 4 could have way more superheroes as well than not outside of his uh, sidekick buddies. I'm just saying, like, I think going forward, you know, especially with the stories they're trying to tell, there's no way that they're not going to have multiple superheroes in a movie that are pretty much in 75 to 80% of the movie just so that way they can branch out and tell the stories because they're trying to go way far in the spectrum, right. much more than the first three phases. I think that's something that Marvel has been doing for a little bit now is taking two heroes and let's say they don't have a solo film on the like like Ragnarok. Right. Yeah. We get Hulk in there. Yeah. It's not a Hulk movie, but it is World War Hulk yeah. or uh, kind of started Planet Hulk. Line, phase yeah. four, really. That's yeah. When they really um, up and that. and you could even say like uh, uh, Winter Soldier uh, it was a Captain America Black Widow buddy yeah. buddy film. Yeah. We got that with Hawkeye. We got Hawkeye and then the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yelena was thrown in there. Um, yeah. So I'd say that that's part of, part of Marvel's formula now to yeah. keep 
keep things interesting is you get these buddy pairings of, yeah. of superheroes. I think you'd be spoiling opportunities to be able to build this world even more by, you know, not having more characters. Yeah. I know Doctor Strange needs to have these characters, all these characters to make sense and uh, basically branch out and all their other storylines, but I'd assume this would be pretty normal to have at least two or three main title uh, superheroes and and uh, solo outing movies going forward. I think but, it's mm-hmm. a good way to ensure that people go to Disney Plus afterwards if they can tie in better than like Agents of Shield, which they eventually disowned as part of being like the universe. Aww. Um yeah. ripping the chat, Phil Coulson. <laughs> but it would be a great way to where if they're like American Chavez, if she's going to have her own TV series. With this stand, like with this movie and her making her appearance to it, it's going to be a great way to introduce it and ensure multiple people actually see her to increase the chances of viewing. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, also in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, we, get, we get Sinister Strange where it shows the third eye. Uh, I didn't show that before, but now they see yeah. the third eye. In, Blake, uh, I think so they call that a penis. <laughs> yeah. well, the third eye. I thought well, that was a third leg. Yeah. Depends on who you are. Right? Right, Danny? You know, you know what's going on. You know what whispering I is, so. Yeah, yes. yeah, I get in trouble for saying daddy. Uh, Just like I said in our chat, not until after the first hundred times. I don't know why, but I feel like 100% of the time, me saying the word penis and hers is far less sexual than her saying daddy. Uh, the way I said it was the opposite of sexual. Yeah, it was very clinical when you yeah, said yeah. it. It was like. Yes, extremely clinical. I, I would put your penis next to a bowel movement, and it'd be a very similar. I uh, would like to say that when I say daddy, it's comparison. clinical also. Nobody it's a clinical fact. <laughs> Dr. Daddy yes. to the surgical wing. So the, anyway, Blake. We also, last thing on the multiverse of madness, on this latest clip, we also have, uh, shows Wanda walking out of the Illuminati room, and she's actually dropping uh, Ultron bot head. Like she mm-hmm. just completely tore apart. So that's something else they've slid in there that wasn't in the rest Which of is the probably room. where all that black blood is coming from right. on her. Oil. It's more like, like oil. Like I fucking called. Hydraulic fluid and oil. So yeah, you're right. It, for some reason, when it first came out, it looked more like a blue bu- blood. I mean, it really did. Yeah. But I think you're right. It's more like an oil or hydraulic fluid type thing. I think they updated the imaging for it to kind of throw things off. <gasps> but I would like to say in the latest trailer, there was one, like, these two scenes put together hit in a different level mm-hmm. of where Wanda is on her knees and she looks like she's talking to Billy and Tommy. And then all of a sudden it cuts to her and the Scarlet Witch and there's nobody there. It is yeah. a complete gut punch, and that's, I think, where you're going to come into the nightmare scene. Mysterio was right. Yeah. Uh, on to the next thing. We also have uh, Robert Downey Jr. rebooting Sherlock Holmes on HBO Max. Really? Yes. Like yep. a full re- reboot or just yep. a continuation of story? Uh, no, same full reboot. Full wow. Yeah. What an interesting thing, because those movies did well. His character was not poorly received in like he could still do He's the same universe Holmes, stuff honestly it's kind be, of interesting mm, i mean you already have an established uh you know universe for i mean i guess well, i mean if it was word, a continuation but... i would the the script literally, literally said a uh, full reboot Didn't... of sherlock holmes but i mean personally i, mean, I wish I mean, it would be a continuation because i i enjoy the first i mean the third one pretty much end it like, there's only two. A period on it was yeah, it two okay two. the second yeah. one like no, on the second, second one, one didn't do nowhere near as well as the Yeah, the one. second one ended like uh, Civil War ended uh, with a note saying, hey, you know, I'm still around. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it was open-ended that Sherlock wasn't dead. Yeah. It would be interesting if they – because Sherlock Holmes had been Sherlock Holmes for a while by the, the start of the first movie. Right. 
if it's a story that takes place prior to that, um, we'd be getting an older Robert Downey Jr. playing a younger Sherlock Holmes, which would be kind of funny to see on screen. But um, I think there's plenty of room there to reprise the character. Uh, In the the original story, Sherlock was still solving adventures into his late 60s. So there's definitely a space there where he can just keep telling Sherlock Holmes stories. Um, That's actually something Benedict Cumberbatch said about Sherlock is that there's no definitive end to that show. They can always come back 20 years from now and tell another story and they can just keep doing it. So they can take as long as they want on those. I wonder if what's his face is going to come back as Watson. Yeah, him. I'm horrible with names. Sexy Dumbledore. I don't think Jude Law was the best uh, Watson though. What's his face? Uh, uh, Bilbo Uh, Baggins. Uh, Yeah. uh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. That's right. I love elementary. Fantastic. Oh my god. I want more elementary. All right, so uh, WB <laughs> Elementary, what have you seen, Sherlock? Yeah, just... I really just like the dynamic of Elementary. They have it grounded in like a different aspect of it, and uh, you have Lucy Liu as Watson. Yep, and it yep, just yep, brings yep, yep. a different perspective to it. Well, personally, well, have y'all watched sh- sh- while we're on it, Sherlock Holmes in a 22nd century cartoon? <laughs> I, didn't know I don't believe I have. Sherlock Holmes gets unfrozen. I remember when he got cryogenically frozen. It yeah. was in in carbonite, actually. So, so he he gets unfrozen in the twenty second century. They thaw him out to actually help solve some mysteries. Watson obviously is dead, so they actually have a robot, and then they put like a humanoid face that looks like Watson wearing wearing his hat. Wow, on this robot. Hey, your longtime friend is dead. Here's a robot with his <laughs> mannerisms and face. Yeah. Go do the thing that you guys used to do, and don't let it fuck no, you I, up. I think they like put his brain in it or something like that. Oh, okay. Watson's brain. That's better. Well, that's yeah. That enters into a whole nother realm of, of yeah. stuff. Is that really? Is it? Is it the body that makes somebody a person? Is, is it, it the, is it the mind or is it the soul? Like, yeah. And then, and then uh... like uh, Detective Lestrade is a female. Uh, I remember growing up watching it. it was, I think it was on Fox. It was actually good back then. I don't know if it is now. But... Yeah, it's crazy what you really like was as a kid and you as an adult. You're like, yeah. this is dog shit. Yeah. Why did yeah. I love this so just, much? Just... I just started rewatching the Jackie Chan Adventures. I, I, I love Jackie Chan Adventures. I love it, but it's. Not the greatest. I, I just paid for the first season on YouTube. I'm, I'm going through and getting I, them all again. Ben say, says that Henry Cavill was the best Sherlock. I haven't watched oh, that yet. That's about the sister, the right? Sister, yeah. like yeah. Jane. Jared, Sherlock? what were you saying? Something. I was just saying, I'm so glad I don't have anyone in my life that loves me enough to keep my brain around for hundreds of years <laughs> in an order to bring me back as a Challenge robot. Challenge accepted. Bro, I <laughs> want a robot body so <laughs> bad. Let me phrase that. I really don't want to be resurrected. I, let me die. I don't want to come I back. I want to live uh, forever. I want to watch the sun explode from a spaceship. So with, cool. this, with, with this next one, <laughs> I want to seem a little positive and th- say DC might have a future, but probably not. Uh, <laughs> oh, w- the WB CEO is being replaced. Yeah, it's about Can't fucking time. Imagine yeah, why. So. My my problem is that from what I understand, what I've seen of Warner Brothers production company and their movies and what they put out. I feel like the next person in line is still going to be dog shit. Mm. It's still going to be more of the same shit. So we'll see. The CEO of Discovery Plus and Shark Week isn't going to be fantastic for the DC universe. Hey, there isn't a man at this table that enjoys Shark Week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have Ezra Miller who's possibly getting replaced. (laughs) Well played. Wow. Okay. I admit when I am owned, and I was owned on that All right, one. we'll skip that one. Uh, Go ahead. What was so, that? <laughs> okay, that's fine. You can skip that one. <laughs> you did uh, a TikTok on it. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, well, I mean, that's for our short versions of this, so, yeah. Uh, so the Marvel site removed No Way Home from Daredevil's bio. 
Uh, they had that put on there, but for some reason they went out of their way to remove it. So for them to remove that, we may be like, ah, what the fuck, who cares? But I really feel like there's a reason behind that. They're not going to go out of their way just to remove that Alpha's bio on the website for no reason. Well, when you say go out of their way, they literally told somebody to tell somebody to tell an intern to edit the web page. Like, that's enough energy for it to mean something. I, I guess. <laughs> why, all right, if it, if it wasn't that important, why would they be like, ah, oh, fuck it, leave it? But like, Because it was in the movie. Okay. So. It's good to know. But <laughs> what do you think it signals? Like, what, like, it, I don't know. like. It's cool to hear like a news bulletin like they took No Way Home off of Daredevil's bio, but to what end? What are we gonna get? It's kind uh, of the same way of them removing uh, with like the credits to In Memoriam to Stanley at the end of like Punisher, and I think they also did it to Daredevil for a minute, and then they put it back. Wait, they hmm. took, I don't know. I just they, don't know if they, they took his credits off of the website that said he was a part of No Way. The, the Marvel website has a bio for like all your MCU characters mm-hmm. and your. your your characters oh. in the cinema and they had you know he was in no way home because yeah you know, he caught the brick well it so was forth. it was it wasn't daredevil mm. it was well, his alter ego was that Jesus. still a part of it <laughs> but it makes you wonder what route they're going to Just take saying. this character you know with the netflix you know conversion uh or mer- merging and stuff so I don't know. I just wonder if it's got something to do with the route they're going to take Daredevil that we're not sure with. Like, what would they do? Is are they going to release a new Daredevil series that isn't in the MCU, oh. and that way the the Matt Murdock that was in No Way Home isn't Daredevil? Did, like, I just don't. I don't understand. They are talking about bringing it back and basically resetting it. Is yeah, it, but is in it, the MCU, is this, yeah. This is not Netflix. Uh, Disney Plus now yeah. will have uh, these mm-hmm. shows, and Marvel's the one right. going to be continuing on with them. Yeah, the yeah. Defenders saga is what they're calling all of the Netflix shows, and those are on Disney Plus now. That's Everybody's cool. been confused since he showed up in Spider-Man and King Ben showed up in Hawkeye as far as what is actually going on with these two characters, and I don't think we're going to get an answer for a hot minute. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so uh, <laughs> Oscar, Oscar Isaac. So happy, Blake. Yeah, uh, his contract's <laughs> for only one season. I think that's the first time I've ever seen any MCU character sign up just for one season, one movie of anything. That's smart. So I, I miss that. So Oscar movie. Isaac only signed up for one season oh, for cool. Moon Knight. That is so smart. Usually, everybody signs up for at least a three movie deal. At least a two-season deal. Yeah, he gets his first one out of the way, then he makes a shit ton more money after he's successful. Yeah, so Tom Holland signed up for X amount of Marvel movies, right? Right. And then Spider-Man No Way Home is almost the highest-grossing movie in history ever, Mm -hmm. and he's getting the same money that he got for that first Spider-Man movie because he signed a contract. Oscar Isaac is like, yeah, I'll do one season, and if they want more, you're paying me more. Yeah. And that's that's a much smarter negotiating tactic. Like and and it's a, just a good sign that people are learning from what uh Scarlett Johansson had to go through mm-hmm. with not getting paid enough for distribution of her uh right. Black Widow movie. Um I, and I don't blame him. No. Yes, Brittany? Daddy Isaac is smart. Okay. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Her tokens, and then she can use a token, and she can say that word, and then you know. I'm okay with that as long as I get to choose. Like I can still say it. So there's talk of uh, not just bringing Blade into the MCU, which we know he debuted his voice in Eternals. Uh, They're also talking about bringing his daughter into the storyline. So yeah, that's uh, it's it's uh, reaction. (laughs) Yeah, God forbid he brings his daughter in. Like. Well, I, no, I'm not, say, I'm not saying you shouldn't. That's not what I was meaning. Way Thanks down a lot. The road, uh-huh. What I'm saying is, is like, 
I would love to see all of these side characters don't necessarily work outside of their umbrella characters. So if you're bringing characters in from the Blade world, you need to establish Blade. Get us a gnome. Don't do don't do Batman v Superman and go. You know, here's these two characters in this world, and then we're gonna throw a bunch of other shit. Like I want, like I want Iron Man one level introductions for a lot of these new characters, so that way we can right. be able to get to know them and love them. Like well, we did everything well else. let Blade share his spotlight alone for a minute. Give the man a movie at least. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then bring his daughter. Yeah, build in build the world for sure. I right. love that. I just I don't want to see you rush in and be like it's Blade and his daughter. And you're like, come on, man, you're gonna put too much, and you're not gonna allow us to right. in- introduce ourselves to the umbrella patriarch of these comic storylines. So here's something that's interesting about Blade's daughter. She was originally a character that was going to be introduced to have her own comic line, yep. and then they canceled it. And she never got introduced, but the character has still just been kicking around the Marvel Universe without ever having an official introduction. But she's like canon with Marvel, even though she's not really made it to the comic book page in like an official capacity. But uh, Brittany and I were talking about this at AnimeCon. Mm -hmm. They're finally giving her her own comic leading up to the Blade movie. And what makes it interesting and why there's a lot of speculation behind her showing up is the fact that she's her comic is going to be part of Free Comic Book Day. And that just increases the chances of people actually reading and learning about her. And I think if that happens and more people grab the free comic, that is just kind of like a tester to see how people react to her on yeah. what they're going to do with her in the future. Makes sense. What's funny is whenever you're talking about introducing young Marvel for the young Avengers, which is something that they've been doing a lot in the MCU films is introducing our character and then introducing a younger version of them. Blade doesn't age. Mm-mm. Right. Uh, eventually those young Avengers are going to be roughly his, what the age he looks. Um, we don't necessarily need a younger vampire hunter. They don't, they don't age. Like even, I mean, I I guess, I guess if they're 16 (laughs) canonically, they're a 16 year old. Right. right? But if, if they're a thousand years old and they are a vampire and they look like they're 16, they're still a thousand years old. It's, it's just an interest. I don't know. I don't, it's, there's it seems no unnecessary, why I but never made the comics. Uh, <laughs> you stop hitting me. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, also besides Doctor Strange, too, one more thing I forgot. All right, so <laughs> the first original clips that we've seen where it showed Defender Strange, you know, he had that. He was actually with uh, I think America Chavez, but he had one hand back here, and there was like the orange glow with a geometric uh, shape. Yeah. Uh, in the latest trailer they dropped, for some reason they completely cut all that orange magic out, and it's like a pearlescent white color now. So like they're messing around back and forth, changing colors and no, trying they're to hide, they're trying to hide something. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just doing this shit so that way we talk about it more, man. Probably. That's, that's the free, conspiracy. Free marketing. They have a whole department at Marvel that's dedicated to uh, tra- trailer fuckery. They basically are like, how do you, how do we switch this from trailer one to the final one, and then and make everybody yeah. sitting around and go, is is it white stuff? Is it orangey? I don't know, man. Why do they it's change their power thing? color? Which I'll talk about this shit all day sure, long. I sure. think it's fantastic. <laughs> but you know, here, so. you know, seventy five percent of that shit system going let's change that and see how how yeah. nerdum freaks out it, it could be as simple and i just thought of this but it could be as simple as all of the comitage magicians use orange spells right so they already had that 3d design created and they could just drop it into the scenes where they were using it you yeah. know it just sits on the right. the scene so it's also possible that they were building new <laughs> new frames to add to the movies mm-hmm. and they weren't done with them and it's like a final touch they're doing and sure. now they're releasing trailers with what the 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 new power color is going to look sure. like because <laughs> they use the different colors of power to differentiate uh who's using what 
on screen. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I Trailer fuckery. Put it on a t-shirt. Thank you, Malnourished. I want that. I want yeah. that t-shirt. Trailer fuckery. That'll be our At next Patreon exclusive. We have one for them. And have, on the back of the t-shirt, we'd have to have like a paragraph exclamation so that way people understand what the hell that means. Just put Thor, Love, and Thunder. Trailer, and trailer fuckery? Yes. Trailer fuckery. Uh, I can imagine several ways we'd get sued for that. I, I could assume <laughs> that if you were walking down the street in a shirt that said trailer fuckery, they'd assume you got it on the, on the Jerry Springer show or something. Probably, yeah. I kind of miss that show. So we got two more things left. Uh, we got MCU. Roger. He's a judge now. He's a he's a TV judge. Anyway, sorry that wasn't that wasn't near here nor there for nerd rumors. I have questions after this. Okay, uh, so we have MCU writer confirms that they did scrap the Venom plot in No Way Home. Originally, Venom's they actually had put him earlier in the movie, and he was actually supposed to be at this uh, Liberty fight. Uh, then they no. decided, as the further <laughs> along they got, that they went ahead and they said, "No, screw it. We'll put him in a bar. He never makes it out of the bar." And they still had that little earlier in the movie, and then they finally just said, screw it, and they put it at the very end. Yeah. But they finally confirmed that that's, that was the original plan, was for him to show up at the Liberty Fight. I'm so glad I he did I can't didn't. imagine yeah. why. Yeah, I would assume that whoever makes those decisions at Marvel for, for that particular movie maybe saw an early cut of Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, maybe let's not let Sony let's be so involved. Let's just put him back in Sony. <laughs> yeah. 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 It just it would not uh, have been the same payoff. Like It would have just kind of taken away from the movie, I feel like. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do it. So last but not least, we also have a Deadpool creator teases Doctor Strange 2's Wolverine cameo. He literally quoted or typed on uh, one of his socials. He's like, Will we finally be getting Wolverine on May fifth? So we don't know if he's just fucking with everybody, or you know, was that a little, you know, a little subtle hint, or you know, what's going on? No, I, I feel like Hugh Jackman's somewhere in the movie. I am not ready for a different Wolverine. I'm Mentally, ready. I'm ready. I am. I'm so excited. To, I love Hugh Jackman. I'm so excited to get it over with. They they owe that to him. I mean, he he. That's all he's wanted is to be in the MCU since it's been started, yeah. since it was created. So him at Wolverine and James Bond. I just want him to find a new one and get get over with all yeah. the talk, man. Just yeah, but move on with our lives. That's this week on Rumor Mill. These rumors are milled. At least you hate you this time and not me. That was that's I feel dangerous. Like we like curve those because somebody we don't have insurance for that yet. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't have made them out of cardstock. That's yeah. on me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, Throwing stars. So we did get episode three of Moon Knight last night. We did. Two o'clock this morning. I watched like the first half hour and then fell asleep. I got up at 5 a.m. and watched it. I watched it today, yep. Every Wednesday, me and my son get up at 5 a.m. He he comes wakes me up because he knows I'm not going to get up that early. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. I'm loving this whole series. It it is really good, and it is... The like I said, whenever we first talked about the first episode, I think Oscar Isaac is probably the best actor that they've cast in the MCU, mm-hmm. and it shows. And all of these, like he he is fantastic to watch. And even when it's not what I would describe as the MCU part of the shows or anything, he's still carrying that to where you're not. There's no lull. Like he's he's fantastic. Yeah. The storyline's really cool too. I wasn't a hundred percent sure about um. Oh, what's his face? Who's the Who's the bad guy in this? I forgot. Ethan. His name. Arthur, Arthur Harrow. Ethan Arthur Harrow. Uh-huh. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, like I wasn't so sure when I saw that casting and I first saw his photo, but he's been fantastic in his yeah. role as well. Like a really cool, interesting villain. Makes and you I, think. Yeah, and honestly, the Egyptian god portion, like it's not it's not overly campy, and I feel like for whatever world they're doing, it works for them to where they're not overshadowing what's going on. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Ethan Hawke's reminded me of a younger Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, you know, you've had uh, Oscar Isaac like playing around laugh. with 
with voices a lot between this the Stephen Grant and the Mark Spector yeah, character. Yeah. But Ethan Hawke at the end of the episode, whenever he was like after Conchu was judged, he his voice just got so like deep and menacing and it just came out of nowhere. He's just yeah. like walks over, he starts talking, it's like, Oh, that's his real voice. This guy's yeah. is a dangerous man. Yeah, yeah. Uh also I know we kinda mentioned it on our little live thing we did <laughs> on the phone last week, but I'll go ahead and mention it uh so you can hear us better. Uh, QR codes. Look for QR codes on the episodes because you pause it, scan your uh, scan it with your phone, and get a free Werewolf by Night uh, comic to read on Marvel Unlimited. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and they're also talking about Mark Spector was not snapped because when you actually seen his uh, oh what was it his uh, passport, it actually like he got his passport renewed. Or the new date or something like that uh, during, during, the, during snap. the snap. So, and oh. I know there's the, the go ahead. No, go ahead. I know, like, I didn't read into it. I know uh, Ben was saying something about Stephen was snapped, but Mark wasn't. Yeah. I just don't think that makes sense because there's still one physical body. So I don't see how a personality could get snapped because it was human bodies that got snapped. Well, maybe not so much that physically Stephen was snapped, but that Stephen has a five-year missing piece of his memory, and he assumed it happened during the snap. Mm. And that's he was Mark at that oh, point. Well, that was one of my questions: is that which one do you think was the first personality? It's Mark. And and you yeah. also have to realize too, Mark is a prior with, one. within within the Marvel universe, the Soul Stone is what allowed you to do to complete the task of killing, you know, of removing right. all these people. So is it is was it uh, you know is it the body or can there be two souls trapped in one body with two different personalities and right. one of them just got. 86 for a while that's a wasn't it in one of the thors where they talked about the gods on earth and there wasn't like they thor had made a statement talking about there was no real gods on earth it was just the asgardians uh early on in what thor one whenever he said that they're not actually gods but they've they've retconned that in the mcu even where they refer to themselves as gods yeah Yeah. i was just kind of curious how they were gonna go back and forth now that you actually have egyptian gods in this in th- I know in Thor 1, they talked about how they came to Midgard to help the people out. But in, like all mythologies, they all revolve around certain parts of the world. So, I mean, the Egyptian gods could have existed and only been the gods of the certain area that yeah. they were in. Whereas the Norse gods had, you know, northern uh, Europe and then you had all the other ones uh, as well. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've seen, like theories that like the egyptian gods are going to turn out to be aliens or something that that they're not actually going to be the gods but marvel has in in the comics all of the different pantheons pantheons of gods the greeks the romans the egyptians the norse they all live and exist in the the 616 so i think that the mcu is just embracing that because it opens up so many more options for stories Um, we did get a hint at the Jake Lockley character, yes, the third the third personality that they're yes. like that wasn't me. He's like, then what happened? And oh then shit! They, they oh, just kind of cool. let it go from there. I, so. That to- that totally slipped my mind. Yeah. I was a little confused. Well, you kind of get yeah, you kind of get in the. Re- it's cool too to see the reversal. You know, instead yeah. of seeing Steven lose control and then wake up, now you're seeing Mark lose, you know, lose control and wake up. And yeah. then and then you get somebody taking yeah. control and neither one of them have an well, idea who it was. Because the first few episodes, you're kind of like, well, Mark's a dick. He's being mean to Steven. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, Warris, he's got his tasks and he's trying to do all this different stuff. Right. He's also suffering from, you know, this whole multiple personality thing. So he's not necessarily, you know, the bad the bad guy. That he's we just trying he to protect yeah. the person that he loves. That's yeah. what it ultimately comes uh, So, yeah. So the do you guys think that 
since Mark was really focused on dealing with this whole thing with Amit and Steven had no idea and he definitely wasn't asking a girl out that Jake is the one that's been fucking with Steven's life and not Mark. Yes, I, I think the, the girl from the museum who went on the date and all that, I think that was not I don't think that was Mark. Yeah. So I haven't got to watch episode three, but does he have the same British like accent? It, it whenever does, it doesn't t- show you that personality. Okay, just so you don't see Jake. No. Of it. Okay. But Jake is a cab driver. Mm-hmm. Uh so We'll probably just get like a "Hey, ah, get out of my way" uh, kind of, kind of. But we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> New York cab driver. Wow. You, went, you went to New York, and that's all that's in your head now. I did just get back from New York. Uh, uh, so we also got the name drop. The city's right so out. nice; they named it twice. <laughs> we also got the name drop in Moon Knight episode three of Matripur. Yes, again. Uh, yep. So that that's kind of exciting. It's probably just a little fan service thing, maybe, or maybe it's just a Disney Plus series thing where they mentioned Madripoor. They mentioned right. it in. Falcon and Winter Soldier, right. and now they've well, they mentioned it in go to Moon Knight. It in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then we once <laughs> again, I guess the only other thing show. is uh, with Moon Knight is uh, we get more of the purple magic. Uh, you know, we we see yep. that with Agatha. You know, and usually your, your certain types of magics uh, kind of stays stay the same color coded in the MCU. Do you uh, think so, it's the same? I mean, they tend to be get one. I mean, yeah. You- you could you could have the gods be separate, but also still have similar similar energy, or have it be something that wasn't necessarily. Because right. I mean, they they do, they do kind of mention like the the staff for what is a walking cane yeah. is a, like a, an Egyptian relic or something like that, but it could also be something different that the Egyptian gods uh, acquired yeah. and then were able to use as a totem for for their powers. So. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That could I be where some of the witches further back. I mean, somehow they tie into different gods where they get their power. An- yeah. Another interesting thing, Bast, the panther god in the 616, is part of the same pantheon as Khonshu. Yes. And we see a panther god in the temple and we see a person in not necessarily cotton clothing. They're just in kind of multicolored kind of African print clothing. But you would assume the avatar of Bast is the black Panther, but it was a lady and it wasn't anybody we've ever seen before. Right. So what the hell was going on with that? Or was it Bast? Were we just getting a fun nod to like the Panther God and, and Wakanda or, or not? I don't know. I feel like one of the things that I like about the series is that since it's not a well-known comic series that not a lot of people have probably read, like Captain America, Spider-Man, all of that. Nobody reads Captain America. <laughs> that uh, you don't really know what's coming. It's a complete guess on what they are going to do, especially when you have so many personalities that you're dealing with. Yeah. So that, that's another fun thing. We've got a whole other identity we haven't met yet. So there's basically three main characters, and we've only met two of them. I, ben made a comment that I think would That be... only six of the nine gods yeah. were introduced, and it's possible that Gore was already killing, uh, has already killed some at this what point. What an interesting thing to be able to tie into because Gore's whole thing is gods, and we're now being introduced to even more you know, gods within the uh, 616 universe. Like. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. Depressing yeah. as shit. Because Gordon, he didn't differentiate. Like, if you're a god, you were dead. So, you're I mean, you're a god, you die. Yeah. Whew. And Ooh. we've seen images of Gore from Love and Thunder now, thanks to toy leaks. Right. Yeah. They gave him a nose. 
That's they like didn't the want to associate thing. him with Voldemort. It, he would look like Voldemort. He would look That's 100% a valid point. Like Voldemort. I'm getting so tired of people complaining about comic or animated to live action or to whatever version stuff and getting so mad. Like, screw you. 25 years ago, if there was – if I, if you told anybody, hey, man, there's going to be a great setup of Marvel movies that are going to make the most money in the world. People are going to love these storylines. It's going to be fantastic. But, like, but like people are going to fucking – bitch about uh you know a nose being on a character like nobody would care like it is literally like wi-fi on planes you know we we used to never have it and then we have it now and then you you complain when it breaks like you're in a freaking i just plane. complain that i have to pay for it well screw cool. you man you're in a plane flying above flying above the ground <laughs> i just paid three hundred dollars for this fucking ticket i would like free wi-fi <laughs> please whatever Oh so I would like to say, and I'm going to do a small plug, that if you are not following us on TikTok, uh, we do have a backstory on Gore, if you're not aware of it, that is coming soon. And it's interesting. Hey, we, we don't allow plugs in, on this podcast. Yeah, and also uh, follow us on our right. Patreon if you would like to get some of our exclusives. Uh, <laughs> we've got some new material I've been working on. It'll be going up in the next through. few weeks. Um, as well as the um, as well as the live uh Footage from uh, AnimeCon that will be going up on there pretty soon. So, cool. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. uh, I think that Brittany and I, I think that that you and I make a pretty good team. I don't know that people would necessarily have seen that being a good good combination, the two of us. And I think that maybe we should talk about our top five uh, awkward (laughs) team-ups. I'm so happy that I got tied in with the awkwardness. You and I are not awkward. Especially after dark. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right, welcome to top five. This week we are doing top five, uh, what is it, least likely team-ups? Unlikely team-ups. Yeah, top five unlikely team-ups. I don't know that I understood the assignment, but my list is still pretty good. And, yeah, uh, I think this is gonna be interesting. I feel like we've had some, we had different interpretations of this. Definitely, song. there's a uh, uh, because I literally just wrote top five team ups, and I was like, oh, what are my favorite team ups? <laughs> oh God, That's unlikely, right? Uh, it, well, not for me, but it here we was, go. <laughs> yes, originally it was unlikely team ups. I mean, some, I mean, some of these. Well, are, you, ha- you have, you have like four, I have a good four argument before you come up with your stuff. So come up with a new list. No, I have a good argument <laughs> for how these could be unlikely. Brittany, why don't you kick us off with your number five? Yes, yeah, so let the awkward one to uh, kick it off. Uh, so my well, number I'm five. I'm not going to start. <laughs> is from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Whenever you see Edward actually work with his father mm-hmm. in order to defeat at the Hohenheim end. of Light. Yes. It was something that if you, especially if you follow the series, whether it's the first one, second one, shut up. <laughs> Whenever that happened, if you've watched all the way through and you've seen everything that has happened to the brothers, it was definitely something that caught you off guard. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and Hohenheim of Light is one of those really misunderstood characters because you assume he's one of the villains and then you get to kind of understand his his motives. And then you're like, well, I guess I get it. <laughs> Blake, you're number five. My number five is Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that Mutant is Ninja a great, a great crossover. A series um, of comics, and then they also did a, yep. a short, uh, short film on that. They had a full yeah. film too. Yeah, yeah, they did an animated film, and we <laughs> got to a, see. This is such an odd just seeing them together on the same page, or, yeah. or or even on the same cartoon. I think they even had a cartoon of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just 
It don't feel right. And we got to see Batman get pwned by Shredder. Yeah. So. Which, I, I, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whole, what the fuck? Whole, like, they're like, all right, Batman and Turtles would be cool, but we got to make Shredder more OP than what he is. Like, well, yes. what, he didn't have plot armor. Huh? <laughs> Batman? I'm not. They took Jed, you're number five. <laughs> so my number five comes from the world of Game of Thrones, uh, and this is what what I was the most unlikely team up that I saw in there, and that was Tyrion Lannister with Daenerys Targaryen. Ooh, uh, yeah. Throughout the whole series, you know, Lannisters and Targaryens do not mix, and then you ended up having uh, the smartest, most empathetic uh, person from the Lannister crew, which is not saying much, uh, <laughs> team up with with a Targaryen and then, you know, take over the Seven Kingdoms. So, very... I would have said maybe the Hound and Arya. You know, I, I can see that, that, but that works so well. Like, mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, is you know, especially uh, just with the, their backstories, is Danny like, trusted Tyrion but she never like she never thought of him I don't think she ever really thought of him as more than somebody that was useful to her so like she would she would have killed him if she needed yeah to. yeah have you seen have you seen Game of Thrones mm. I, I've watched uh, you you reacted first. to that very <laughs> uh, no <laughs> I play it Ben I, I totally just picked up on his tell right there I would have went all in yeah, <laughs> no I, I, I literally have just watched first two episodes of the first season Seriously, Heather what do we got in the chat over it? there Ben's number five is Yugi and Kaiba. Kaiba. E. Seto Kaiba. <laughs> blue dragon. Yeah, he's the uh, ultimate blue eyes white dragon. We, Definitely. Yeah. I was playing a card game the other day, and I was literally like, "Oh, you forgot! I laid a trap card." But that wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like, uh, uh, and Taylor Burton's got a major Destiny Two spoiler. Uh, yes, Guardians and like... Cabal are working together slightly. Yes. Cool. They're fully together, and then yeah, okay. I'll stop with the spoilers, but yes, that was something that. <laughs> and uh, Ben, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Yusagi Ojimbo is getting his own show, uh, I believe, on Netflix, maybe. <sighs> but really excited about that. Uh, my number to Animalily. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is uh, World's Finest. Um, so, uh, especially if you saw like the hatred they had for each other in Batman v Superman. Uh, it's the team up of Batman and Superman, the world's greatest detective uh, with the world's greatest boy scout uh, and pacifist. And uh, what's, what's the best way to make one of the most boring characters of all time. Interesting pair him with the coolest motherfucker who's ever existed. Batman. That's right. That's the only way you can make a Superman story worth reading. <clears throat> Brittany, you're yeah. number four. I went, Jared to say what's he's what's processing first. He, I feel like he doesn't think Batman's that cool, and I, uh, yeah. I that's an interesting perspective because Batman's cool as fuck, homie. It's a very I'm just saying, uh, I don't think Batman was ever in any uh, Dosa Keys uh, uh, beer commercials, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe stick that one in your, in your pipe and smoke it there, Danny. Well, I mean, one of the Batmans owns his own tequila company. Dosa Keys is beer. Yeah, I know what Dos Equis is. It's it's not the beer that makes George it great. Clooney it's owns the fact his that own... he's the most he interesting man in the world, and he drinks that beer. It's it, the beer that is heightened by the most interesting man in the world, not the most interesting man <laughs> in the world being heightened by selling liquor. Danny, you missed the whole point. <laughs> yeah. I'm so cool. happy I paused. Brittany, you're number four. <laughs> um, my number four is gonna catch me more shit. Um, it's from the Last Avatar. And it's when Aang and Zuko actually team up at the end of it after Zuko is just going through season after season trying to kill him. Yes. And then all of a sudden he's actually becomes a teacher of the last Avatar to teach him firebending. Yes, he becomes the perfect firebending teacher. 
That's like that's fantastic. Unlikely. Huh? That it was unlikely? Yeah. Why did you think we were going to get upset though? That's a clear that's a clear unlikely Oh, statement. I missed that part. Yeah, she Dude, said she I love that part. I was so it. excited. You've already cuz I already mentioned anime. I fucking hated it. You don't even know. Dude, if you've not seen Avatar, that is anime. one of the really good intros yeah. to anime and not even anime. That is one of the greatest shows to have been created and put on film and in any genre and anything of all time. Film in general, because you have the movie. When you're talking to somebody, you have to be on their level. I don't watch anime either. Avatar: The Last Airbender is a fantastic show you could watch with your kids. You would oh, you would still okay. be incredibly interested okay. in it because the world building is great. <laughs> they don't do five minutes of like powering up or anything mm. and like monologuing shit. <laughs> right. I feel like so that was a Dragon great. Ball. Cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. Dragon Ball. It's a fantastic oh, hey, show. Fun fact, real quick, before I give you my number four, me and my son actually did start our first anime. We're on fourth Which episode. One? Naruto. 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 No, yeah. Well, it, he's what he wanted to start was <laughs> Friends Totems. So. Uh, it's a good one. We, yeah, we're on episode that's, four of that. It's a good, uh, it has fillers, but yeah. It's really that's a one. great way to dip into, what are they on? Like, there's 400 and something episodes of Naruto. Uh, there's 400 and, and something Bruto, episodes uh, of Bruto? Shippuden. Is that how you say it? And then there's Barito. Barito, uh, that's what it is. Where uh, they're, what, like 100 and something episodes into that. So you've got roughly 900-ish episodes of that series to catch. It's okay. It's good. It's I good. I told you to start with Demon Slayer. Yeah. You have, like. 20. So we're going to start a second anime. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my number four. Season two of Rising of the Shield Hero just dropped. I haven't gotten that to watch it yet. That is not a You would love. Don't watch it with your kids. But you would love that. Klein, my number four is Scooby-Doo in the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one of the most unlikely. Like, I, I grew up watching all the Scooby-Doo pair-ups. And uh, that was, God. Uh, I mean, you have the Harlem Globetrotters going around bouncing ghosts and throwing them in trash cans. <laughs> Uh, so not your most typical pair up, or pair up with a uh, ghost hunter. So so I've not seen this, but what role do the generals take in this crossover? Do what now? The generals. <laughs> what role do the generals take? So remember. the Harlem Globetrotters always play against a team, and the team they play against is the generals. Uh, they're so, not in that and one. They're not even yeah. in it? No. They're, wow. They help bust the ghosts. Could you imagine your greatest adversary not even being mentioned in your big crossover <laughs> with Scooby-Doo? I think if you have the choice between them or ghosts, you're not going to do both of them at the same time. The, I mean, have you ever seen Scooby-Doo? It was the yes. generals all along, and they would have gotten away with it. It wasn't for you meddling Harlem Globetrotters. Meh. <laughs> Anyways. That's we're so, we're <laughs> Jared, we're you're so number smart. four. Uh, <laughs> My number four comes from one of my favorite comedy shows of all time, Buddy Cop Movies, and that's uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Mm. Uh, I love well those. Was that uh, Rush High Hour, Noon? Rush Hour. Shanghai Noon? Owen Wilson. And, Is that the... Wow. Yeah, Shanghai Noon. No, no, that, that's good, too, but I just I love that pairing. Uh, if I would have never known that they were in that and you said, hey, there's going to be some great movies with yeah. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. You know what I would have said? Wow. <laughs> Rush Hour is the movie where I first learned the song War. <laughs> what Good God, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, what do we got in the comments? Uh, Ben's number four is words I can't say. Godzilla. Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho. I can't find it. Where is it? It's the second one from the bottom. Heel and, you, and Yasuke from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. Uh, for sure. Also, Naruto is fantastic, but not the best. It's one of them. Yeah, for sure. It's way up there for it's me. It's not one of the top I four. I love Naruto. It's not the big Especially four. Especially near the end of Shippuden, whenever uh, I would never I never Naruto and Sasuke come together. Yes. Huh? They're all connected. What do you what? mean? Oh, the other two that... To, 
on my list. He's, like, at, you he's asking show? if all yeah. of the Naruto shows are connected. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. they're all one series. They're, I mean, the L series. So, so I guess they're all show, was it Shonen Jump or something like that. Shonen? Shonen Jump was the manga. Uh, uh, yeah. They're a magazine that releases weekly yeah, or monthly mangas. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to get... Heather, what's that, the number so. four in the... You're fine, you but... Oh, we uh, said Ben's number four? So you have Naruto, which is a story Danny, what's your number one, time man? he was a child until he's Danny? a teenager, and then Shippuden, which is a story of him as a teenager into adulthood. Yeah. Gotcha. And then Baruto, which is a story of him as an adult and having his own kids. Uh, tune in tune in next time when we just talk about Naruto for... I will say Naruto for as long as I die. You put a gun to my head, I'll keep mispronouncing it. <laughs> yeah, you probably say Hiroshima, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Hiroshima. Was that like a dig or a flex? Yeah, it's a dig. Yeah. I say that too. Uh, ouch! Ouch! That hurts so bad. <laughs> what was Taylor Burton's number four? I saw I it there. I quit the podcast. And Kong versus Mechagodzilla. Oh yeah, the the new Godzilla movie, uh, Godzilla and Kong versus Mechagodzilla. That was so fun. What, Not yeah. the greatest movie ever made. Oh yeah, I left that. Sh- I left that movie literally going. That was exactly what I wanted. I wanted yeah. very. I mean, they could have cut out the kids' storyline, and it could have still been a great movie. You would have saved, you know, twenty-five minutes of it. Uh, but like, it was man, God, it was so good. I love all of the Godzilla movies except for the Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, and I don't watch any of them for the plot. Here's here's it's what like porn. I don't watch porn for the yeah, plot either. Just fight. That's and all yet, I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, here's trouble. what. Here's my pitch. All right. There's a multiverse in which Pacific Rim and the Godzilla universe collides together. The Pacific Rim universe thinks that Godzilla's a fucking kaiju or whatever, like what he is. But they they battle. But then there's a bigger one, and then Charlie Hunnam and and Godzilla gotta fight together to beat the the bigger guy. I decided that's I'm anime in. also. I would watch. That. God damn it, anime! Just... <laughs> All right, Danny. So you've watched but, anime. Uh, no, also, in the older, anime. it's live action. In the older Godzilla films, there's one where he crosses Google over with it. Ultraman, which is he's like a power ranger type character yeah, I know but who he, is. okay but he goes big and fights kaijus and he meets godzilla and that's i mean yeah. that's pretty fun Neat. Uh, did you say what your number one was i haven't said my number four oh, yet number four. <laughs> my number four I is it seemed uh, like we've taken so long that it should be on number and, one and right? i know i'm throwing a lot of this in every week but i've just recently finished reading wheel of time and i'm just so in love with the story still <gasps> but <laughs> gallant de madrid and Perine barra uh, teaming up together and we how you time. pronounce that, but that's okay. What? Yeah, we get in trouble for Ibarra. You literally listen to the audiobooks the whole time and then you mispronounce both well, of their names. I pronounce it the way I read it initially. Yeah. Not I don't until... learn from the audiobook. You remember I, when I M. Night Shyamalan messed that one up? That's not the same. It's the don't same do that to me. Ex- don't you do that to me. Exact fucking don't you thing, fucking Danny. compare it's me to M. Night Shyamalan. I swear names, to God. Say the names in which they were intended. No, I will not. Take, take say it. the names the way they were intended, and then I'll. Anyway, them. the two characters I named from Wheel of Time uh, are set up to be natural enemies, oh, and yeah. they come together near the end of the story, and uh, it's amazing. It's so fun. Are you going to say the correct enunciation? No, uh, we're over. I'm the La de Madrid, yeah, and Perrin Ebarra. There you go. Uh, I mean, it's so cool because, and I only did that because I love you. Within that se- within that series, there's so many. Arcs yes. of, of things. Some of them are super obvious. You had Pat and Fane and Rand. You know, you had uh, uh, the like Mogadine and uh, Nynaeve. You know, they were always mm-hmm. destined to, to come back in together. Like, like this was one of the better ones you never expected to see happen. And as it developed, you're like, yeah, 
Yeah, because you're like you go into that part of the book and you're like, oh great, now they're gonna fucking kill each other. Yeah, and yeah. then when they come out of it, they're just like totally respect each other and they're just like, wow, that was a good experience. Let's yeah. go fight some. Let's go fight some Trollocs. That's nuts. <laughs> Ben's uh, Ben's trolling in the comments. He said uh, Amazon. Uh, uh, Amazon. Jesus Christ, That's Danny. Amazon. Amazon. I'm going Amazon. home. Uh, Brittany, you're number three. Let's start calling him Ibnite. It's still not going to make fucker. anybody happier. Uh, Pokemon, the first movie. Whenever you had the clone Pokemon and the OG Pokemon actually working together. Yeah, all because of Pikachu's tears. Yeah, I mean, those were some pretty intense tears. You guys remember when he was slapping the shit out of Ash? Wake up! Yes, because he did. he's crying, and then all the other Pokemon start working. That was with like him. one of the oh. first movies that made me cry. So good, so good. That's, I barely uh, remember that movie, but I remember I really liked it. It's new I, I took, and mm-hmm. I got, oh, it was so good. I took Ben I and uh, I think Richard and Jesse too when we watched that in the theater when it came out, oh. or I was like the drive-in maybe. Ten. When did we watch that? Ben, fact check that for me. Didn't that come uh, out in two thousand one, <laughs> ninety-eight, two thousand one. Yeah, I think the movie theater then. So, uh, this is a list that you'll probably see Batman on the most uh, with for me. But uh, number three, Batman and Robin with Scooby-Doo. And yet he hates DC. <laughs> and that was the the huh? Burt Ward, um, Adam West Batman yeah. in yep. that, right? Yep. I didn't know you had a hard-on for Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I you love big Scooby-Doo. Fan? Big, huh? big Scooby-Doo fan. Interesting. Brought my yeah. raggy. Never did. So, I never really watched Scooby-Doo. I grew up. I've watched every single episode of Scooby-Doo probably 50 times. Scooby-Doo was on the CW. For, or not CW, uh, Cartoon Network. Like the, like the, yes. the original okay. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Cartoon Network growing up. So oh, I buddy. I wasn't allowed to watch... Cartoon Network growing up either. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. So more of an adult. I was allowed to watch whatever the well, fuck the, I wanted. The Scooby-Doo I grew up on was on Boomerang, the original yeah. Scooby-Doo. Nobody gives a shit M. Night, all right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, this is G-Rod. Yeah, it was just like super cheesy. And, uh, you know, Batman and Robin supposed to be, you know, somewhat serious crime detectives and vigilantes. Yeah. And you uh, talking dog over here and get Robin like, holy hot dogs, Batman. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad. Yeah, so orphans and dogs talking are yeah. both equally surprising. <laughs> Jared, your number four, uh, number two. I'd be my number three. Uh, your number three. I'd rather just call you a liar. So, by the way, so my number three could just comes from my personal love of this video game, and also from the uh, the books in which you you uh, read about this. But it's the Master Chief in Cortana. Um, literally, literally an AI that has more personality than the actual human, and just how they work together and do stuff. And if you re- read the books, I won't go into the books, but how they meet and then how they actually start to work together uh the master chief wasn't necessarily the one that was selected for cortana they were using him as a basis and then they worked so well that they're like all right now you guys are going to be bffs for a long time so love 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 that whole setup between the two of them probably one of the main reasons why that uh, video game works so well one of the main reasons but like just because of the relationship between their two yeah and the one of the great things about cortana is she doesn't age yeah. and chief goes into cryogenic storage in between yeah when he's fighting yeah, so it's somebody so that travels through the ages she doesn't age but she goes cuckoo for cocoa yeah, ai's ai's in the in the halo world have a life expectancy of seven years before they hit rampancy and that was part of the storyline of halo was mm-hmm. uh, she was way past her rampancy and she began to make copies of copies of herself and that's what caused her to go cuckoo for cocoa puffs a little insane so yeah there's actually it's actually kind of crazy because in uh, halo wars uh if you ever play that game halo wars 2 the uh they all got shot into space uh and were cryogenically frozen for a long time and their ai that was a part of the video game in the first one had actually had to uh delete herself and that was the how the video game started was her basically leaving an audio 
te- like as everybody's waking up, like telling them what happened and then saying that she was sorry that she couldn't uh, hang on and that she was signing off. It was like, fuck me. Like, this is supposed to be a fun game. You're making me have some feels, man. Yeah. Kind of- uh, Heather, what's, what's comment saying? Taylor's number three is Sam and Dean when they teamed up with Scooby and the gang. Yeah. <laughs> talking about uh, Supernatural? Yeah. Never, never liked that show. I've seen Love the first it. couple episodes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was really confused why Dean from Gilmore Girls was not being called Dean in in the show, and it just ruined it for me. Um, <laughs> what was Ben's number I'm three? I'm judging you Doctor, so hard right now. Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, especially whenever he became Godfather or like Doomfather to uh, Valeria Richards, uh, Dooms, uh, reading uh, Sue's daughter, um, yeah. and and he has strong like fatherly affection for her and takes care of her and won't let anybody hurt Valeria. And it's yeah. like he's been trying to kill her dad for it's like Twilight, <laughs> the forty years, uh, yeah. and then yeah. just like yeah, no, cool. Fantastic Four had a lot of crazy team-ups in the early comics that started to become like a like a episode by episode thing where they just be teaming up with a new person each week the thing that always bugs me about fantastic four is namor and sue because namor's just like sue i'm gonna save you from your life and take you and marry you and love you and she's never just like no dude like i'm married leave me alone she's just like reed help me (laughs) it's like (laughs) just tell the guy no fuck (laughs) just leading him on it's so stupid it's a different uh, anyway. time, Danny. Yeah, <laughs> it's her fault for leading him on, yeah. guys. Hot take from Danny: Women don't lead on a man. Just no, tell she him literally you don't want never just says like, "Dude, yeah. I have no interest in you. I don't want to be with you. I'm married." She's you just know like what happens off the comic pages. You're right. You're you don't right. Know what I was don't. going on in her life? Yeah. yeah. Plus, look what she's wearing. Don't you can see right through it. I kicked you in my head. So what's your number three? Oh, my number three. <laughs> it's going great. Uh, I I just I don't feel like I got enough love for that Invisible Woman joke just now, uh, but anyway, uh, I'm a oh, big Whovian. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a big Whovian. So the three doctors uh, from uh, the time the day of the Doctor, whenever Ooh. Matt Smith, David Tennant, and then standing in for Chris Eccleston, uh, will uh, John Hurt. Uh, as the war doctor uh it was a great crossover they hadn't done a crossover of the doctors since the original series and it was the first time we got multiple doctors from the new series on screen and all together and the chemistry between matt smith and david Tennant is so phenomenal and spectacular and totally worth the wait uh but definitely one of my favorite crossovers of all time yes Brittany, you're number two real quick ben to answer you um helsing ultimate then Princess Mononoke, Blue Seed, Sailor Moon were probably my top four. Those those don't mean anything. Those were just random words put together. <laughs> yeah. uh, but my number two is actually the X-Men animated series when at the end when Xavier is going off to space in Bye Bye Land when Magneto decides to step up and actually help the school for his best friend. Oh, yeah. Whenever he took mm-hmm. over as the, the headmaster of the school for a little bit there. Yep. Yeah, that was... Uh, during the 70s, whenever they had the... Is that what you're referring to, the comics? Um, that and the actual animated series. He does that at the end of the animated series. In the animated oh. series mm-hmm. Well, in the 70s, he took over as leader of the X-Men in, in Xavier's absence. And uh, they actually did a thing where he was put on trial by the humans for all of his crimes. It was Trial of Magneto. It was a really, it's a really big X-Men story from that time. I think he does it a couple times. But yeah, I just like that story. And then, and then we had that 
that period where uh, he was Zorn in the mm, yes. X Men. Mm. And then he found the real Zorn to be Zorn, and then yeah. he killed Jean Grey. Anyway, bad Zorn, then good Zorn, then bad Zorn again. Blake, you're number two. So my number two is probably the most bizarre out of everybody's list. I'll be the judge of that. <clears throat> Punisher and Eminem. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty up there. <laughs> 2009, Marvel Comics two. actually came out with a comic where Eminem just walks up and pistol whips uh, Punisher and literally shoots him in the chest and walks into the sunrise. Sunset. But how's I love that a Jared's team up? face during all of this. Huh? How's that a team up? Well, I mean, they were together. Like, I don't know. I just, oh, okay. Like, they Top five times two things appeared on a, <laughs> uh, a media together. They teamed cool. up in the same comic. Well, that was at a team up, dude. You had you didn't have your list right, yeah. you? Yeah, yours is most what? Yours one of these has not list. been an unlikely team. Up. Yours has been a most likely team up. Or your, where? Or your, Which no, one? Yours has been your Superman. favorite team up. Yeah, yeah. Most they do it. They're one of the most beloved. That was an most unlikely iconic, team up. One of the most iconic team ups. Yeah. Blake, you know, I like that one. Thank you for bringing that to the forefront. <laughs> How is it a team-up? That's really cool. Do yes. you have anything else that you wanted to share about that? No, that's I, it. Him, he pistol whips him and shoots him That's really chest. cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Jared, you're number cool. two. So much sarcasm. <laughs> so my number two is the ragtag band of the uh, the Star Wars crew. You got uh, Han, Luke, Leia, and, uh, and Chewie with the splattering Aww. of uh, droids. Uh, who would have thought that a uh, career uh, criminal would uh, team up with a you know a lowly uh, a moisture farmer from uh, Tatooine to <laughs> take take down the uh, take down the Empire? Yeah, I mean honestly, like the the, the odds of them winning were just absolutely. Ridiculous, but love, love how they all come together. You didn't want to do Solo and Ray? Who? <laughs> ben Solo and Ray. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. No, I didn't want to do <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, what do we got in the comments? Our, uh, Heather, what do we got in the comments? Taylor's number two is the three Spider-Men. And Ben's number two is Wolverine and Captain America. <laughs> I always liked Wolverine and Captain America in the comics because you just had two opposites of a coin, and like, Wolverine always pissed off Captain America. But I think Captain America always had a begrudge in respect. So he's like, all right, Wolverine's a, a freaking badass beast. Like, well, yeah, they served in World War II together. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, that's right. They've known each other for hundred, like a hundred plus years now. Yeah. Um, and then also the the fact that. Captain America was uh, uh, Weapon 1, yeah. and Wolverine was Weapon 10, and they're all from the Weapon Plus program. So it's, they just have this really interesting co-history that it's all retcon, but it's still really cool to think about that hmm. that Wolverine wouldn't have gotten the adamantium bonded to him if Captain America hadn't been such a successful super soldier. Oh, darn. Successful super soldier. Successful super soldier. Yeah. That's a bit of a fun enunciation practice. Yeah. Uh, I like alliterations. My number two is the Deadpool corpse. Uh, <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with this, it is a story where uh, the main 616 Deadpool jumps through the multiverse and picks up alternate versions of himself and puts together a superhero team. It's himself, Lady Deadpool, Kid Deadpool, Headpool, which is the Deadpool from the zombie universe that doesn't have a body, and he just has a helicopter hat, <laughs> and he mentally controls it to travel where he wants. And then there's also Dogpool, which is a um, a, a really roughed up, ugly mutt uh, that was sent for youth euthanism, euthanasia, Euthan, euthanization. Yeah, euthanization. Words are yeah. hard. 
Way to go, team. Uh, but he, <laughs> he survives the process, and it turns him into a version of Deadpool that is a dog. Uh, and the five of them go on adventures, jumping universe to universe, saving people and causing all sorts of hijinks. And then, obviously, Lady Deadpool is incredibly attractive, and MCU Dead or 616 Deadpool has a crush on himself and is trying to pursue the lady version of himself through the whole comic, which is so funny. Uh, I love Lady Deadpool. Brittany, hit us with your number one. My number one is Spider-Man and Deadpool. I love that team up. The ultimate innocent neighborhood friendly hero versus the mech with the mouth that doesn't give a fuck. Teaming up together to try to save people is just... (laughs) Or silent. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> Words are hard, okay? My favorite it's thing is that it is, yeah. is yes. canon in the 616 that Deadpool is in love with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that his ideal significant other is Peter Parker, a 16 year old kid from Queens. That's not problematic at all. <laughs> cool, Blake, you're number one. <laughs> all right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey. Big team of misfits. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Pure definition. Yeah, Peter Quill, Gamora, uh, Rocket, and uh, Groot. And uh, Nebula from time to time. But, oh, yeah. Nebula's definitely an unlikely team up with that group. And, yeah. And what a fun, like, kind of quasi-twist from the uh, <laughs> uh, comics, because the comics were did, well, they were kind of a ragbag team, like, like ragtag team. Now, dang it, I'm doing it now, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard, I told like, you. you know, they kind of leaned into it with the movies and right. kind of, you know, made them more of the underdog than what they were in the comics. I, I really like that. Really? That kind of, I mean, there's no comparison, but it's just kind of like another group, like you talk about Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. up in space. Misfits and and they also kind of, they kind of nerfed a few of them too to make them not like uh, Drax in the comics is much more powerful than he is in the movies and Gamora yeah. was as well so they I think they made them more down to earth than what the uh, versions of the comics were so it kind of related to them a lot yeah more. like right. Ronan versus Drax in the comics. Drax would have beat the shit out of Ronan. And in the movie, Ronan just way overpowers him. Because wasn't Drax... Drax was... There was, like, some storyline of Drax where he was actually, like, made to combat, like, an actual superhero or something, I thought. like So Drax was a human construction worker on Earth who was killed. And then his the body, the destroyer body that becomes Drax, was created to... It was created to be a weapon. And I believe he was created to kill Thanos. Was it Thanos? Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was him or uh, the Hulk. Like, I'm trying there was, to like, remember. Uh, though, but yeah. then that the mind and soul of that construction worker from Earth merged with the body of the Destroyer and became Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. But he's basically Space Hulk. That's what he's yeah. supposed to be. He's, yeah, he's much more strong <laughs> in the comments. Uh, cool. Jared, you're number one. I'm to burp. Hold on a second. Vamp for me, Danny. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was yeah. such a great addition to the list with Guardians of the Galaxy. I Definitely uh, the universe's or perhaps the galaxy's favorite underdogs. Jared, what was your number one again? <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Uh, my number one is the Fellowship in uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I think, honestly, probably one of the most unlikely uh, team-ups of, of all time. Uh, you had, uh, what, four different – well, five different um, – uh, different groups of individuals. You had elves, dwarves, men, hobbits, and then uh, Gandalf's angel ass. Uh, and I mean, you know, even them starting, even in a movie in which you already knew the ending from from uh, reading the book or you just kind of knowing that how these stories end, 
the the band just they didn't seem like they were going to be conquering at all. Like after Gandalf fell, I was like, okay, you guys are all dead. Like, <laughs> and I'd even read the books. Like so, they did a great job of being like these guys. You know, they're trying real hard, but they're not. You know, they're not the Yankees. You know, like they're not. They're not just getting the getting the World Series off the. Yeah, I'm currently rereading Lord of the Rings, and yeah. it's like you're right. It's like. Um, the very unlikely team up of all of these different races where especially at this point, the elves and the dwarves hated each other. Yeah. Um, and then Legolas and Gimli are able to come together and then oh, find yeah. a, a lasting friendship even. Yeah. Uh, but book Legolas and Gimli are a, a little more racist than the yeah, movie, definitely. movie one. So. And Frodo's the biggest badass in the series when you read the book. And then when you watch the movies, he's the whiniest, <sighs> most useless character in the, in the like, movie. What? What what the what a surprise villain Frodo turned out to be! Like at the end, he's like, I'm gonna keep it, and the only way the world was saved was because Gollum had uh, rolled a natty one on his uh, acrobatics, <laughs> yeah, and and his stealth. Like it ended up uh, and resistance. Yeah, yeah, he failed. He failed rolling resistance for Boy. sure. Uh, <laughs> Heather, what do we have in the chat? Taylor's number one is blue and his dinosaur friends taking down a bigger dinosaur. Indominus oh, yeah. Rex in yeah. uh, Jurassic World, yes. <laughs> what a random one, but it's so cool. Like, I just was like, hell yeah, Blue, you guys totally got that guy. Like, I don't know how I like remember in my soul to root for dinosaurs in that movie. God. Yeah, I don't want to brag, but I met Blue at Universal. Uh, I got pictures taken with her. So cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah. We'll add that to the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right up there next to Oprah. Actually, it goes like Blue... Uh, Tenacious D, uh, the cast of Hamilton. Uh, you met the cast of Hamilton? Yeah, when we were in New when York. You guys I didn't there? get a t-shirt. Yeah. You promised me a t-shirt. Did I promise you a t-shirt? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. You had Take that on lock. You had that Take it off, Danny. <laughs> ben? Uh, it's some anime words. Yeah, uh, okay. So <laughs> cover your ears, Blake. <laughs> Naruto and Karama. Uh, so uh, spoilers, uh, Naruto and the nine-tailed fox spirit that embodies uh, lives inside his body uh, form a team and come together, allowing Naruto to tap into all of the power inside of his body and making him one of the greatest ninja and most powerful forces to be reckoned with in their like world. Like he claims he's going to be in episode one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh I sorry. That's, that's that, all I can give. Why did you? I said cover your ears, Blake. Yeah. Cheese and rice. Uh, <laughs> Cheese and crackers. But yeah, uh, and then my number one, and thank you, Taylor Burton, for beating me to the punch on this one. But the three Spider Men from Spider Man No Way Home, and this is only unlikely because who could have believed that <laughs> as as much as Sony was like, have Spider Man, give him back, have Spider Man, give him back, right. have Spider Man, give him back. We're like, you know what? Have all three of our Spider Men. Let's put them in one movie together. It's going to be amazing. And fuck, were they right? <laughs> Holy shit, that's a good movie. Yeah. And I watched it. It was free on the plane. I watched it on the way to New York and on the way back. But the Wi-Fi wasn't. Not free, but the movie was free. Yeah. Jeez. But, yeah. You, you know, to almost a greater extent, when they came out with the original, you know, Iron Man 1, at the end of it, they had that giant essay on the screen, uh... I, the whole time I'm thinking, okay, good luck. Like I was super yeah. hopeful, but I never until we saw the trailer for Avengers. I never thought that that was going to happen. I was like, there's no way in hell this succeeds. So I mean, that too. Like I'm mean, the first team of the Avengers is is nuts. Almost you know, uh, yeah. even more so than the Spider Man because without without any of that, you wouldn't have anything else. But yeah, that's that's so nuts. Uh, how how privileged we've been to have so yes. many of these movies come out. We are living in the world that I 
wanted to live in as a child and oh, it is great sure. that that i'm here for it mm-hmm. definitely I, I i feel bad for everyone that missed it it is this is the best time to be alive for sure <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry you're dead because you miss all of this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm well. I am sorry that you're dead, whomever you might be. And I'm also sorry that you're missing this because it's, it's, about, it's the it's best about, time it's about to be alive. 90, they don't care because they're Look, already dead. So it's cool. If Abraham Lincoln was alive today to see this, he is. He's hunting vampires. His whole life. True. Oh, they would have won the Civil War so much faster if they would have seen this stuff. Uh, Everything's fine. Everything's fantastic. Uh, yeah. So, what do you guys think our top five for next week should be? I we didn't. Know, gonna, we we keep planning to put it? one on lock, and we keep forgetting. Are, you are gonna we going to change, change it? it? I don't know. Are you going to do some stupid thing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I say we go for like top five anime. No, we can't do that. Oh Why? I, I, cool, Blake. You want to hang? You want to go to Top Golf next Wednesday? Yeah, let's, let's do it. You yes. guys can do your stupid anime show, and we, we'll go to we Top can Golf. Stream live one of our phones. Oh yeah, that'd yeah. be so. Fun. Yeah. Jesse said top five heroes that we think are overrated. Now we did that with Ken, though, right? Yeah, we did that list with Ken Murphy. Sure. Um, so it's in our older episodes because <laughs> go back and watch it was, am I, right it might be deleted <laughs> I, re- I think that's before no, it's my on there. time it was no, one I, with Jared. I remember i remember that we did do one where it was over oh like, like yeah it was like it was over overhyped or something like yeah. that or overrated because i had batman Overra- i had batman as my number yeah, one fucker <laughs> objectively what about underrated have you done an underrated uh yeah, we have. yeah. We, we've done like, did we do both? Most, most underrated yeah, or... Yeah. I know we did overrated. We did both. Okay, we did both. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So not that. I tried. Uh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just shut down because I want to see how the minds work of everybody else. I just like... I put it on the spot. I well, we'll come back to it. Let's, let's continue Taylor Burton said and, uh... top five villain sidekicks. So maybe favorite henchmen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Secondary, like yeah. the executioner was and, to yeah. uh, like Darth Vader to the Emperor. Yeah, yeah. Or... fair enough. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, does that work? That works. Cool. Top five henchmen. That's uh, actually pretty ben, interesting. In too late. Top five villains with sharp teeth. Nice. Shut up, man. They also do top five villains with no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mike Tyson after he messes with me. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> then then you'll, you'll be saying, Mike Tyson, even more. Uh, top five favorite eyes. <laughs> okay, so we're doing top five uh, villain sidekicks. sidekicks top or, five or, henchmen. Uh, or lieutenants or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. Secondary. Cool. Yeah. Second command. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's a lot of cool, them. Cool, cool, fuck, cool, cool. Fuck me, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there are. That's I'm... I could probably start the list now and wouldn't be done by the end of the show. Yeah, I already have, yeah, I already have like ten of them that I can think of. Yeah, I wouldn't like. be done, and I'm also not done right now. Jared, are you done? I, well, I I was until you started talking, but now I don't think I am. <laughs> what a good segue! <laughs> Fucking nailed that. I, I always see the always. Thing. I feel like that was a good segue. I I just said it was. Oh, I you were... Yeah, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> Welcome to Are You Done? Blake, you want to tell us what we're doing? Yeah, uh, Are You Done is where we're two of us on the podcast, take schoolyard arguments, bring them here, argue back and forth, uh, trying to kill each other. And then uh, we let Successful you, so far. Yeah. Uh, we let you, the fans, then decide who uh, gave the best argument and has the best character. This week, uh, Danny's doing Night Thresher and Jared's doing Nightwing. Y'all ready to do this? Oh, I'm ready. Uh, anybody in the comments familiar with Night Thresher? 
I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, he I, crashes the night. He's a goes. he's a lesser known Marvel character. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get into him in a, here in a it's, second. It's, it's, it sounds like a homeless guy that used to used to rock out in the '70s, but now just walks around with a guitar and he's like, "I'm the Night Thrasher." Yeah. So y'all get a minute apiece of no interruption, and then you get two minutes head to head, cutting each other off and yelling and cussing each other. Yeah. And then you get a thirty second rebuttal. You ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's go, Danny. Freaking ready. Let's do this. Oh, so Night Thrasher, uh, known for being the leader and organizer of the New Warriors, one of Marvel's not best-known superhero teams, but it's got some decent people on it. Uh, Night Thrasher is, and there's a few of these, but Night Thrasher is Marvel's version of Batman. Uh, he is an orphan whose parents were assassinated. He was raised to take revenge on his death, on their death, um, trained in every form of martial arts and weapons. Um, he has trained his body to peak human physical ability. Um, he's known for uh, his incredible tactical mind, his ability to put together a plan, um, and he... Um, other than that, he has no superpowers. He's just incredibly good at fighting, incredibly good at tactical uh, 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 acumen, at uh, putting a plan together, at being ready to fight. And uh, he's he's uh, he's really cool. And he's got some kick-ass body armor, and uh, he would be Nightwing's ass. down. <laughs> All right, Jared, you ready? <laughs> I can follow that, but yeah, I'm going to try. All right, and let's go. <laughs> Very cool. So I have Nightwing, a.k.a. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, almost a, a very similar storyline to Night Thrasher. Uh, he, lo he lost his uh, family in a uh, 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 carnival accident, um, ended up being orphaned, uh, and was taken in by Batman. Uh, you know, when we have this argument today, it's all going to revolve around Batman. Because you say Night Thrasher is the MCU's Batman. Nightwing was trained by Batman, was Batman for a while, and has done a lot of things uh Batman-ish, uh, so he's he's he basically is Batman. Uh, he uh, has enhanced uh, strength, peak physical uh, performance. He's one of the best uh, single combatants in the in the DC universe. Uh, also, tactically, a very solid tactician. Has been trained by the best tactician that ever was in, in the DC world. Uh, also has a very high uh, intelligence level, genius, genius level, IQ. Uh, and has been a leader of many, many different Time's groups. I, I'm looking at yours instead of mine. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering why Danny's didn't finish. Up. I was like, Danny, you suck. You finished like 10 seconds early. Uh, this is why we need a buzzer. Yeah. All right. Uh, so get two minutes on the clock. And head to head, and let's go. So I'm, so I'm trying not to get distracted by what's going on in the comments here, but so anyway, Night Thrasher. Uh, Hold on a yeah, I want to. Well, it's a lot of reading. We yeah. only got two hey, minutes here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Night Thrasher is, uh, you know, while while Nightwing at his best is a great second string Batman, Night Thrasher would be able to stand toe to toe with the original and coolest uh, version of Batman, which I know is Bruce you Wayne don't himself. Truly believe that, so I'm going to let it. Stand. How dare you? Uh, I know. I told you, you that in that, confidence. You, no, 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 your 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 comments right now is bullshit because you give you have such a hard on for Batman and claim that he's one of the best ever. This guy has literally been trained from he trained longer than Batman by the master. Like he he he's trained at such a young age to do it. He, he, the difference between Night Thrasher and Nightwing is if Nightwing had been trained by Deathstroke instead of Batman. He is he's a lot more brutal and he's a lot more efficient. 
Um, and I, I, I'm sorry, but to say that somebody that's gone up against the likes of Bane and beat them in hand-to-hand combat and say that Nightwing's not capable of also being brutal and taking on brutal opponents is a, is a bullshit argument, sir. What do you got next? It, we all know that Nightwing was defeated by one bullet to the back of his head, and he turned into Rick Grayson, the worst version <laughs> of that character of all time. I'm sorry, but will the Night Thresher not also get get fucked up if he gets shot in the back of the head? Hopefully he would just die and not ruin the I'm, character I'm entirely. Sorry, I'm sorry that Night Thresher wasn't cool enough or fun enough for them to want to carry his storyline long enough to get shot and then have a stupid uh It was name. bad. Rick yeah. Grayson is awful. Listen... And you have to you have to argue with that on your on your back. Yeah, I mean, tactically, Dick Grayson's gonna win hand to hand combat. He's trained by the one of the best fighters uh, of all time. He's gonna win. The only way that this guy is gonna be able to beat Dick Grayson Nightwing is maybe if he's more brutal and can be able to try to end him more as Nightwing's morally sound. But Nightwing's gonna be able to to beat him pretty pretty hands down without Nightwing is bad about joking around. I'll let you finish that statement. Go ahead. Nightwing is bad about joking around and having a good time while he's fighting, and he would get caught off guard by how serious Night Thrasher takes his fights. So that's not how the rules work, but we will allow that. Hey, my opponent said I could finish my. <laughs> hold sentence. on, hold on a second. Let, let's, right. ask, uh, let's ask. Let's uh, ask Mr. Are You Done, the uh, the founder of this whole thing. Hello, my name is Mr. Are You Done. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to allow that. All right, now, we Mr. Get our... Are You Done? Thirty second rebuttals, no interruption. Danny, let's go. So while I do love Nightwing and I think he's a great character, he's um, he's known for being a little too optimistic. And I think he would go into this fight expecting that his training is going to carry the day for him. And I think he's going to get really caught off guard whenever he meets an analog for his mentor and probably the one person that Nightwing couldn't beat on his best day um, and finds a much more brutal version of him who's willing to really bring the pain um, and do whatever it takes to put Nightwing down, trained by assassins as opposed opposed to just being trained by martial artists. Time's up. <clears throat> All right, Jared. You ready? Finish yeah. it off. Let's Go. do it. Listen, Nightwing was trained by Batman, who was trained by assassins to League of Assassins uh, much. I, I, don't, I don't care what argument Danny makes. Nightwing has been trained by the best to be the best in a world in which somebody of his abilities should not be able to beat people of much more stronger stuff. Nightwing was on uh, on the freaking Justice League. Night Thrasher was probably part of uh, some sort of, sort of weird watch group. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, listen, the caliber is completely different. You don't just you don't just JV your way onto the Justice League and then get beat by some uh, low-level dude. <laughs> The New Warriors is like the Teen Titans of the MC. The Scratch Marvel that. Universe. I'm not allowing that. I'm not allowing that. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I think I'm done, Danny. Are you, yeah, I you feel know? like I got everything right. out there. Good. Well done. I thought I had you on the whole band. What the fuck are you doing right now? I'm just sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> This is, that's all been Brittany up there. No, it hasn't. That's One you. Thing has been me. That is it. Uh, stuff is anyway, uh, but uh, I feel offended. This is fantastic. <laughs> Blake, who do you think we should argue next week? Oh, next week. Let's see. You know what, guys? Uh, feel free to take to the chat. We'll take actually. Yeah, for sure. First, first recommendation we get, we're doing. I don't care what it is. Oh God. You want, do, mind? you want to do Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate? Maybe. Ooh. Do you think that's too lopsided? According I don't know that to it's Sony, too lopsided. Um, 
I forgot his name again. Morbius? Morbius can beat Doctor Strange, according to Sony. That's not true. That's stupid. There's no way. It's a full thing. I'll entertain some ideas. Doctor Strange is... Doctor Strange is OP in a lot of ways. Uh... Ben versus Danny. God damn it, Taylor Burton. <laughs> <laughs> there is no wrong answer. <laughs> Do I proxy for Ben? Uh, I, ben said, the I said in, the first one that got in the us. chat. Uh, Fuck me. That's fantastic. Okay, I'm arguing Ben. I mean, hell, we could argue Megamind versus somebody since that's coming up in the chat. So that's much. true. There you go. That's true. But, Okay. Maybe maybe we we'll we'll workshop this. Yeah. yeah. But Ben we'll next work. week, uh Ben versus Danny and then maybe something else. Uh <laughs> Ben. <laughs> it's Ben. Yeah. Um <laughs> the real long ass bear. So they are releasing a new series of the Percy Jackson uh yes. like the rebooting, definitely rebooting from the movies uh, on this one. Walker Schoolbill is gonna be playing Percy. Yes, uh, from the Adam Project, he played the younger version of Ryan Reynolds' character. He's very funny. I think starting he's his do... young acting career out very strong. Yeah, I think like, he's going to do a great strong. job. Um, the movies, and I may get a little nerd hate here, but I hate the movies. My, <laughs> so... my, my son loves them. I I didn't even read the books, and I still thought it was a shitty adaptation. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read the books. Uh, I mean. If you're a kid, they're entertaining to watch, but that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, I, I literally – it's one of the only movies I've ever fallen asleep in the theater while it was playing, and it not, was – Not me. Th- I'm yeah. totally honest. I zoned out for a second. What the hell are you guys talking about? So we're talking about the Percy Jackson movies oh, as opposed eh, to this reboot. Yeah. I mean, they suffer just like anything else suffers. They don't – they take – weird artistic abilities by trying to go slightly away from the storyline and, and weird stuff and just camp they make so many campy things i mean it's the books were, were all right I mean, they're not like crazy good but they definitely did not do very well with the movies. i think it it suffered from an attempt to turn the book series when when converting into a movie to make it another harry potter yeah um and so they threw some of the the elements of the story under the bus and got rid of them just to kind of make it fit that kind of fun, campy, uh, plucky kid from a poor family yeah. story that that's like Harry Potter. It, and it's kind of sad too, because you, you look at Harry Potter. I mean, Harry Potter worked on so many levels and first and foremost was the actors that p- portrayed. They, they hit so hard on all the actors that they got. There was probably not any misclicks on that at all. Like they had a almost a perfect cast for the for the for the books and also for the movie. And and the the storyline was fantastic. They didn't go overboard with stuff and in the dialogue was great. But like how many times do they take something where they could make good Percy Jackson movies? Like they could make them right. all, like maybe not as good as Harry Potter, but they could make solid movies depending on who's working on them, the people they cast, and things like that. So it's kind of sad to see a lot of these things in which they don't do well, and then nobody's ever going to pick them back up because it just was like, well, nobody liked it. It's like, no, we didn't like your version of it. We didn't necessarily dislike the story. You just didn't bring it to us in the way that you know people are going to love. Right. Yeah. Also, in uh, two weeks, we're new, uh, giving tickets away for – Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Uh, so get on our Facebook, yep. uh, like, comment, and share. Yep. Uh, spread the good word of Comically Inclined. We can always grow our group of incliners here. We're giving uh, away a pair of tickets to four winners, so we got eight tickets we're giving away. Yes. And also, uh, tonight we have five passes to give away to see uh, 
Fantastic Beasts right. and, and Trials of Dumbledore or yeah, something of the Dumbledore. Secrets of Dumbledore. Secrets of Dumbledore at the Rock and Roll Drive-In in Chaffee. Trials of Dumbledore. Sorry. <laughs> um, and I actually think uh, since we don't really have anything put together for that tonight, we'll do it on our social media. Yeah. So good. keep an eye on Facebook. Uh, keep an eye on our Facebook, and we will get that contest up and get those tickets given away tomorrow. for this weekend tomorrow for and this weekend. Instagram. Yeah, and the and our Insta. Uh, cool. And, I, you know, I just I, – I would have loved to put something together on that, but I just wasn't really focused on it. But Brittany's been focusing on a lot of stuff lately. Brittany, you want to tell us what your, your recent hyper-focus is? I, yes. <laughs> oh, Hers is so cool, and my, mine sucks. <laughs> what? I, just, I put a lot of work into yours. Uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's great. I feel weird being the center here. Uh, so my <laughs> hyper focus of this week is Brittany. On- what are we doing here? What is what is this segment? Okay, so I have a bit of ADHD, and whenever I get really excited about something, I go all into it, and I extremely hyper focus on everything about that certain thing. Ben does the same thing. <laughs> and this week has actually been Tiny Tina's oh, Wonderland. So what? Yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It is a Xbox game. I am completely addicted to it. It comes. It's like a part off of Borderlands. Okay, so I'm familiar. It's an uh, like it's actually based off of D and D. So I what, love D and D. Is it based on Borderlands <laughs> or based on D and D? It's a combination of both of them. So there was a like in the last Borderlands one or not? Yeah, the last one. Um, there was a section off of it that became super like super like awesome everybody wanted it it was like a whole thing that came into it and it was based off of D. you went through you had the butt stallion which was like a unicorn You're the like, what yes it was a unicorn butt stallion it like shot shit from its ass like it was the most fantastic well, that, thing ever everyone shoots shit, shit from their ass yeah. that's how that works <laughs> i don't that's think you'll have to just a shot things from his ass would have sufficed so yeah. we already know what yeah. it is and they so it was so well received that she actually like that entire segment now has its own game, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So it is a D and D style. It's all when you say D and D style, what do you mean? Is there like a lot of dice rolling? Like so, you actually have I I won't lie, I'm not really super familiar with D and D, but you have the person that's still like. <laughs> <laughs> So you have the person that's like telling the story, which is actually Tiny Tina, who is enthusiastic over blowing shit up and killing people. It's very D&D. Like, yep. like she ate Taco Bell the night before and she's blowing shit up. No, like out, out she's murdering people. <laughs> shit out of her ass. Um, and then you have the characters that are going through. They do have to roll dice. They have to do all like they have to roll the dice in order to get like stats, everything through it. It's completely customizable, which is like really a first time in D&D other than the costumes that they wear. And they go through to in order to actually save somebody at the end and it has to play out a certain way in order to Spoilers. get Spoilers. Come on. I didn't say anything about who it is. It's I want to just... play this poop-filled game and you're ruining <laughs> it for me. It is seriously like one of the most fun things especially for games because how do you the spe- way Borderland comes through. How do you specifically use the mechanic to do the poop when you're playing it? Um, you have to actually what like is the poop the mechanic? stallion in order like that's just the specific thing that that thing does. So there's no poop in the actual game? Uh, probably there is actually. You're shitting me. No. <laughs> It's just a super fun game. I like. I, I watch all the trailers for it. Like I'm waiting. Like because I've been too busy with I don't know what else. Brittany, do you uh, have a specific like <laughs> nerd hat that you wear when you play video games? I have a. I have a feeling you have like a specific chair and a, and a specific like maybe you have like bunny ears or something, and then you just sit down and start playing. And then like, do you have cat ear headphones? 
no, but I want them. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I'm very much a cat, but so I, I do have like a nerd dungeon where I go in and I sit in a specific and it, yeah. Cool. I also have a nerd dungeon. We're in it. But yeah, it's too. super like you have so many games. It's got like the most drops in any games as far as like weapons and what you can use. It has magic. It has all. You say it has the most thing. ever. Yes, that's that is, confirmed. Yes. So D- Wikipedia. I, so yeah. is this like Fortnite? <laughs> so this is Fortnite with poop. Is what you're saying? Fortnite with a rainbow shitting. That's a, a unicorn. This is unicorn. That's no. actually really cool. I like that. Where is that it? plays play like D and D. PC is this what it is on? And Borderlands. I, I quit. I'm never. I'm never doing this. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? Is it? It's an Xbox only title. Uh, no, it's actually avail- available on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Oh, good. Very the cool. PlayStation Ma- PlayStation Master Race needed it. They needed something in order to keep it alive. Yeah. Oh, we've got Devil May Cry. Get fucked. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but it is available on everything. And, and all the Spider-Man games. What uh, What are you even doing? Forza, I think, too. Forza's pretty big. Forza's, that's Xbox. Exactly. I think you have, oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> like most fucking what are titles. you doing over here? Yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> what do you have, Halo? Back when it was good? 20 years ago? Still better than Still anything good. that you guys are coming out with. Anyway, Brittany, what was the name of this? Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. No, is yes. Tina tiny? Yes. So she's, she's a huh. small... She's like a 12-year-old girl that just likes killing people and blowing shit but up. But, like, is she, like, ah, as most 12-year-old girls like, do. Yes. like, Thumbelina tiny, or is she, like, tiny, like, she's just a small... She's a child. child. She's diminutive. That's, like... What a mean thing to say 12... to somebody. Hey, yeah. what's up, tiny Does Tina? She, is she suffering from some form of dwarfism, or is she... Like, is she an adult, or she's 12? Who's Can right? I ignore... Why is somebody be? You can try. Somebody has dwarfism. Why is it? Why would they be suffering? I feel like this just could well, be because if you're turn. calling them tiny all the time, <laughs> that's not nice. I don't know, Blake. No, I'm six two. So I just assumed that would be awful. Games, you do see has are an adult, so it's kind of a spinoff of Borderlands Three. Borderlands is like Fortnite because you could have oh been on Borderlands at Fortnite too. You so know maybe that plays <laughs> into you it. You know how? Uh, I think that like. Borderlands and Mario Kart are very similar in oh that you God. hold a controller <laughs> when you play both of them. I hate these. What a crossover. <laughs> I'm actually being held captive against my will. So, Please so, send help. So, so Borderlands Wonderland is is coming out. Tiny uh, so Tina's Wonderland. So Tiny Tina's beta, Wonderland. And that was that was good. When are they coming out with the, the full release? It's already out. Oh, oh okay. Fun. Yes. Oh, God, I, can't, fun. I don't want to do next. So do you endorse it? Is that something people should play? Yes. Yeah. And it, um, out of... <laughs> How many how many squirrels out of five do you give Tiny Tina's Wonderland? It's perfect for squirreling because yeah. you have so many things that you can do on the side that have nothing to do with it. She Question. couldn't even answer. What the yeah. fuck is squirreling? Like squirrel. Yeah. Like I see losing your attention. Shiny, like shiny so instead of five, 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 five squirrels, okay. yeah. four squirrels, three but anyway, squirrels. Out of Usually five. a conversation with perfect. It's five out of five for squirreling. It's, it's like five out of five squirrels. So. You have so many different things that you can go and do. Hey, you have Claptrap that you can go and have a conversation with. You should literally with. get a deal where everything she puts one out of five squirrels and have the squirrels come across I, the screen. I agree. I think we yeah. can make that happen. Yeah, I cool. quit. No, seriously. Sure. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's this a, is my last We're workshopping podcast. ideas for so, the show while so we're for, doing the Fortnite, show. Borderland, Mario Kart, uh, Wonderland. It sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to get it. Whenever it comes out free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, yeah. Get it for the Nintendo Wii. Uh, Nothing about PlayStation Plus is free. should be able to... I uh, mean, you pay for PlayStation Plus, but you get free games. You should be able to rent it from Blockbuster as well, everybody, if you want to. What about Family Video? Family you have to video. pay for an Xbox yeah, Game Pass. What are you even... Like, depending on who you are, yeah, yeah. you have it free for like the next two years. Room. Well, you didn't get it free initially. Mm, 
yeah, we did actually. No, you had to buy a shitty fucking Xbox. You're definitely paying the price. <laughs> shitty on X Xbox is really good. Like I don't know oh, why yeah. you're like. Ugh. It's right up there with the Microsoft uh, phone that everybody uses. <laughs> you mean the Windows phone? Yeah, exactly. not the Microsoft. If you can't even tell the difference between Windows and Microsoft, you know that Xbox Microsoft owns Windows, right? I am right? fully aware, but there's still two separate entities. Dude, a no, lot of not. companies the same have Windows company. in what are you talking about? Building, That's Danny. like saying Star Wars and Marvel are the exact same thing. <laughs> okay, you know they're owned by the same Danny, person. Danny, Amazon has Windows. Uh, Google has. Windows. Everybody's got fucking Windows. Okay. Brittany, have you figured out how you're going to close out this segment? <laughs> By saying I quit and I am leaving. <laughs> Look, a butterfly. <laughs> yes. Squirrel. squirrel. You gotta, we need you to gotta play the sound thing and again. Just slowly start pulling it across the table <laughs> while she's doing it. Welcome back to the Same. show, Brittany. I think that was. I get a shitty intro. She's been on less. She gets a fucking badass intro. This is kind of. What? I'm prettier. Pretty cool. Why do you guys? Uh, I'm not even in the fucking opening credits, so I at least should have a fun like little intro to my. She thing. is hey, not in the hey, opening crawl. Listen, at least all of y'all's intro has movement. Mine never did. <laughs> it was red and white. And it's no longer Aww. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny, what do we got going on? I remember when you guys were all building your own intros for your segments, <laughs> and I wasn't sitting behind a computer trying to figure out how to make all this shit work. Uh, was I was like, man. I had a lot of fun bonding at that time. With you <laughs> I was like, man, these guys are really going to appreciate all my hard work. We do. Oh, we're we just do. Nope. We, we really do. Speaking of hard work. Hers, uh, hers is still cooler, though. <laughs> what am I, uh, where's my thing? There we go. Yeah, but y'all give me so much more shit than I do in your stuff. <laughs> well, I think that's us for the evening. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are, yeah, we're doing good. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing real good. So coming up in August, we do have the, uh, what is that called? The, yes. The Midwest Strange. <laughs> Strange Tales, uh, Midwest yeah. Conference of the Unknown coming up in August. We will be emceeing that event, uh, and, uh, we'll be in attendance. If you want to buy tickets, the tickets are coming up on sale soonishly. Um, is that this, is presented. Is this the Paranormal Con? Yeah. Oh, oh I did. Yes. I never heard the full name. That's really yeah, cool. That's the name of it. It's the Midwest Conference of the Unknown. Exciting. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of speakers. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be there. Um, they're going to be talking about cryptids, aliens, and uh, extraterrestrials as a cryptid. I know. Oh, I cool. Just like cool, cool. Why are they talking about crypto? I, cryptids. <laughs> cryptids. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Bitcoins. Uh, ben. Ben is a cryptid, actually. That was it. Um, the <laughs> Blake Kickman. Bitcoin. Yeah! Yeah! He's You're so crazy. relevant. God, he knows exactly what the pulse of the people are. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Fantastic. So we've got that coming up, and then Elon uh, Musk is going to be there. <laughs> uh, we'll also be at uh, Fan Expo in May, and then uh, we're taking a trip to New York Comic Con in October. Um, we uh, would like to thank all of our sponsors from uh, Picture What Designs, Drop yeah. the Mic DJ Service, The Rock and Roll Drive-In, yep. Blake Hickman Construction, uh -huh. and uh, Perkins it. Performance. Yep. Everything's fantastic. Come on, dig I'm forgetting deep, one. Dig deep. Dig one. deep. Come on. You got oh, it. Oh, Lennox and Jude Photography. All of Hell our yeah. sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of you. We couldn't do this without your support. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, he has um, time to do all the scrolls, but he doesn't have time to write. Please, if you just have, like, sponsors. an extra five bucks you're kicking around, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, we would really love it and yes. appreciate it. I'll uh, post we're, nudes. We're... <laughs> and Jared will give you post some nudes. If you subscribe at the $5, uh, Jared's Dance Club, Jared's Dance Team, Jared's... 
Dance, party? dance crew. Jared's yeah. dance crew uh, level. He will send you nudes. Only the five dollar level because if it's too much, then I'll I won't feel um, as used and bad about myself. So. Yes. Or is it, um, <laughs> quality. Also, we'll get, uh, only get it at the five dollar level. Want to shout out to Mike Casey and Keaton New, uh, our two subscribers at the shout out level. What's up? Yeah. Uh, if you are interested in any of the stuff we've talked about today, or you're just looking for our socials, that's all in the show notes. You can just click the links, and it'll take you to our website or any of the socials that we're on. Uh, we have a new website. We just relaunched it. Uh, we are now hosting our website through Squarespace, and they have a much nicer, phenomenal. yeah, a much nicer Seriously. website design than uh, our previous hosting uh, did. Um, also. It, uh, Real quick, if you don't mind me interrupting. Please. Uh, so we're actually on on par now and uh, being pretty consistent on our TikToks. So if you don't want to wait a whole week for nerd news, every day you should turn into our TikTok, and we have little snippets of uh, Rumor Mill. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, there's some good TikTok videos on there. We've done some fun shit. Uh, feel free to check that out, please. Uh, also, if you just want to reach out to us, if you've got a question for us and you want to uh, reach out to us directly you can go to our website and go to the contact us segment and send us a message directly and we will uh field your question on the show um and also podcasts specifically our podcast but all podcasts survive on ratings if you would like to go to spotify uh itunes soundcloud or google podcast wherever you get your podcast from and leave us a review we would appreciate it and you can also do the same for us on all of our socials uh also keep an eye out for or go out and get you a copy of the shepherd and the horn girl by brianna bright or we also have let me get this out yeah, this is, all a the pound of baggy. drugs while he's getting <laughs> that out we still need help ferrying out my patreon stuff so if you have any suggestions message us because yes have that no very idea. descriptive patreon stuff uh yes but we also have physical copies of fireball teen superhero that we are giving away Ooh, cool illustration on that Yes, very cool. This guy won an Oscar. Uh, Lorenzo Lozano won an Oscar for not for this book, but for some of his other work. Yep. Um, Big but cool. Uh, and malnourished. I want to apologize. I said I had your copy in the mail. I have not yet mailed it, but I will get it in the mail. I promise. Uh, He's too busy going to New York. Yeah, it it's my fault. I'm sorry. I, I have no one else to blame. But for all of us here at Comically Inclined, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.